Hello and welcome to the Re Entertainment Podcast, episode 386 for February 12th, 2023. My name is Nathan Reed Spruce. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. It's me. And we are also joined by Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. Welcome to the Re Entertainment Podcast. Listened to by dozens. Dozens of people have listened to this podcast over the last 200 episodes. Anyway, 386 episodes. Uh, so, Connor, Roe, where can I find you? Aroa.website, and one of those links is Clinton Score Classics, but you could find that anywhere you find podcasts. Clinton Score Classics, Rise of the Rune Lords, is my Pathfinder First Edition actual play podcast, and you should check it out. Well, it's kind of all of ours, and we have a different DM. It's Connor's. We have a it's different Connors. GM. Connor does all the work. He doesn't do all the work. He does all the work. He does all the editing, which is most of the work, but which not is all, all of the it. work. And of course, I am the host, Nathan Reeton. Spruth. You can find me at Reeton everywhere. I'm Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Twitch. That's the big one. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. I'm playing games. And and hanging out with people and occasionally getting new followers. And of course, we're gonna ask Aroa what games he played this week. Um I mean not much. Uh got a bunch of demos downloaded from the Steam Next Fest that I haven't I haven't touched yet. Um although one, one of them <laughs> One of them is called Supernatural Benighted. Okay. And it's, it's like an unlicensed supernatural game. Okay. That is That's... somehow on, it's on Steam and the main characters are Sim and Dan. Wasn't I I've never Instead so I've of seen... Sam and Dean. Okay, because I've seen one episode of Supernatural, I think. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I know hardly anything, but I just, like, I saw it was called Supernatural, and the car in the picture is, like, pretty reminiscent of the car that they have in the show. And I was like, no fucking way. And the fucking <laughs> the description, or, like, the tagline is, two demon hunters investigate the disappearance of people and encounter unexplained phenomena. And I'm like, two demon hunters in a game called Supernatural with, like, what looks to be a Dodge Charger. Interesting. But then whenever I saw that the main character's name is Sim, and he's working with his friend Dan, I was like, okay, so that's what this game is. So did they... What type of game is it? Is it like an um, over-the-head shooter, or it's uh, it's like kind of trying to be like a uh, did, did you ever what the hell was it? What the hell was it? Witch Hunt? Yeah, that was the game. Did you ever see anybody play Witch Hunt? I did not. No. Uh, what about what about like um the the bigfoot game 
briefly. I think I've I, I think I've seen some trailers for that one. So it's trying to kind of go for that sort of thing where it's it's like a, it's a first person shooter. You have very limited resources, and your your main thing is trying to take down a very large beast monster demon thing. Oh, okay, uh, okay, I got you. Um, it's also just awful. What's that game called? <laughs> My I have a, a friend who plays a game that's similar to that, but I can't remember the name. Uh, where you're like competing with other teams to take down monsters. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I just yeah, can't hunt, remember the hunt showdown. hunt showdown. Yeah, hunt showdown. That's the one. Yeah, it's trying to kind of be a single player of of that a little bit. I think. I don't know. It's it's just awful. It's it's dumb. Did did um, you beat it? No. Oh, okay. Well, uh, did you play anything else? Anything important? Groundbreaking? Uh, dark and darker is pretty cool. What's that? Dark and Darker it is Tarkov, but with uh with with a, like a Skyrim skin. Interesting. So it's like it's a it's a hardcore like dungeon crawler first person thing. Uh but it's also like a battle royale. Uh I think it's only at least in in uh the three person team mode, I think there are only twelve players on the map. But the maps are relatively small, and there's a lot more emphasis on uh, PVE. But you you can encounter other teams of players and get fucked up or fuck them up. Interesting. So, but yeah, it's it's neat. Uh, they they've been doing like free alpha weekends every once in a while, and obviously doing one during Next Fest only made sense. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's good. We're going to move on, and we're going to talk to Connor about the games he's played. Uh, I played Mod the Hell out of my Steam Deck, which I think is the game that I was just starting to play at the beginning of last week's episode. Oh, yeah. How is that going for you? For the most part, it's going good. Um, having all of these options makes me feel inclined to try them all out. Mm-hmm. So I've been going through a particularly great nostalgic romp. I took Aroa's advice from like a year and a half ago when I was sequence breaking Majora's Mask and now I'm doing it with Project Restoration. Oh, uh, cool. When I say I'm doing it, I mean like I started it up and I have a save state and one day I'll get back to it. Uh, it, it doesn't need to be mentioned, but boy is it awesome having a Super Nintendo just everywhere. I've got one on my phone too. I'm like passively paying through Earthbound whenever I have like 15 minutes to look at my phone in a burst. But having the Steam Deck just, it's it's better having an actual controller, I guess, is the the big significant change between the two. And I, I prefer that, definitely. And then uh, what I did is I, I picked up that new Metroid game, bought a, a legal copy, hooked up my Nintendo Switch to my computer, and I dumped the ROM. And I've been mm-hmm. trying to get it to work on my Steam Deck. And I, I can't get it to work well. And I'm super oh. jelly because everyone else says that they're not having the issues that I'm having. Interesting. I wonder what settings they have on there that or or maybe you just need to update your your emulator and i that that was the the first thing that i did this morning when i was playing around with it and i would say that it's borderline unplayable right now uh, yeah. it works My... fine and then i like what what i think is really doing it is whenever the mini map has to like load in a new asset that wasn't there before it just 
goes to a screeching halt. I wonder I wonder <laughs> if you need to compile the shaders. It should do that automatically whenever you start the game the first time. I... It's, it's, it's more than that, though. Uh, my, my buddy has been doing the same thing and tried to play Metroid on his Switch or on his Steam Deck, and it, uh, like, it gets to gameplay, and then it just dies. Like, the game cannot run. I am sure that whoever works on that, that emulator will make it work. I'm sure there will be an update. I'm sure there will be an update soon because this is. Uh, we're going to talk about it later, but uh, this is one of the big games for the Switch and one it, of the only games, not, yeah, not even just for Switch, just like in general for a while. Yeah, and they are working. I'm sure diligently to get it functional on the Switch, like they did with Breath of the Wild, because Breath of the Wild is. Uh, Breath of the Wild still doesn't run super great on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, and that's another thing too, right? Is that's just how emulation is. It's how emulation is, and the Steam Deck, while it is a fairly powerful handheld computer, it's still just a handheld computer. With the rate that Nintendo has been having massive leaks, I would not be surprised. Like, it is more likely that we will just get a compilable version of Metroid Remaster. (laughs) That's true. So I, uh, you know, I, I download i did the same thing i bought a legal copy i put it on my computer and i tested it out on an emulator and it worked really great on my computer but i have not tried on the steam deck for metroid prime i i don't have the nostalgia that other people have for metroid prime so i'm like eh, i'll get to it if i get to it maybe and i know that that probably hurts connor because i i don't really play metroid games that much it's a great game, but I just don't care. Yeah. yeah. I'm not hurt by it. I'm certainly not in a rush to play it, but mm-hmm. like, it'd be cool. Yeah. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about the game. Unless you have anything else you wanted to bring up, Connor. Let's first mm, ask you. I'm still playing Red Dead. That's a great game, but I'm playing it like by just ignoring the story and going hunting and being a cowboy. And like, I'm, I'm rich. It's great. That's how people typically play that game from what I understand. You can't play a Red Dead online though. I heard that they took that offline. Or they are going to take that offline. I'm not really interested in playing a game like Red Dead with other people though. That seems like a not good time. Yeah. Uh we're gonna move on to me and I'm gonna talk about the games I played. I believe on Monday night I played uh Overwatch with Durga and one of the one of the viewers of my stream, uh Sarah Luna, and uh we did we did all right. As usual, it's it's either you get steamrolled or you steamroll the other team. Very rarely is it like competitive between the two teams. I don't know if their matchmaking just sucks or if the five v five is is worse than the six v six. Where Overwatch one, you had six v six, so you had two tanks, and now you have five v five, and you only have one tank. And if the tank isn't very good, then you end up having a more difficult time winning. Where I think the other 6v6 was a little bit more balanced. In my opinion. I don't think either of you have played Overwatch 2 at all. Don't give a fuck. I have yet to play Overwatch 2. I am, I've tried to get Connor to play it, but he refuses to play games with me. Overwatch 2, not interested in playing it. 
Yeah. And uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I played some Persona 3 Portable, like everyone told me to. And it's it's pretty good. I got one of my, uh, what are they called? Friendships? <laughs> those, those things I don't social have in real links. life. Social links. There we go. One of the social links I got to level 10. Uh, so I'm going to make a really powerful persona with that, hopefully, and just kind of steamroll the game. And then on Friday, I played some more of that Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. It's, it's, it's all right. I I get why you like it, but I I kind of get bored by it. I fully understand that. Uh, I have killed. I found out how to kill snakes, smaller snakes, and then I have found out I found out how to kill the tigers. But like every time you stab a tiger with a stick, you have to get a new sharp stick, and then go up and and hit him again with that sharp stick. And I guess it, I don't know. I haven't killed him yet. But I don't know how many times you have to attack the tigers before they die. Do you know, Aroa? Um, not off the top of my head, but also uh, you get upgrades later that will make that easier. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, and then... Also, don't forget that you can bring like other adults with you. Yes, yes, yeah. I've done that. And they you have give them to... sticks. Yes, but they have to okay. learn how to use, like, it's one of the things that you evolve is to teach them how to use sticks. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you have to evolve the, the neural link or whatever, and then it's like other people or other, you know, people in your clan will dodge the attacks automatically. It's like, oh, good. Yeah. Teaching them how to not die. Because... Uh, yeah, once you once you have like the ability to use pack tactics, it like essentially turns you into the predator. Oh, I see. That makes sense. Cuz and then I accidentally they gave me an achievement that I did not earn because a giant snake ate a warthog and they're like, "Ah, oh, oh, yeah. you lured the warthog over there." I'm like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> yeah. I the same thing happened to me. <laughs> They just, that snake just ate ate that warthog, and you gave me the the victory. Thank you, thank you very much. Anyway, it's a uh, it's it's I I don't know. I evolved my my clan, and I probably shouldn't have. Now I don't. Now I just need to like, I don't know. It it seems you have to pop out a bunch of babies, just a oh, bunch yeah. of babies, mm-hmm. and I don't think I popped out enough babies in my clan, so yeah. I need to start doing that. Yeah, you got to be careful with that because if you run out, like your game's over. Mm-hmm. It so. doesn't. It's it's not like other games where it's like, where it's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, you're good. We'll just, we'll just. Oh, uh, there was a baby that you missed. It's it's fine. You're fine now. Nope, nope. You gotta nope. like, you gotta just pump out like ten babies at least, and I only had a few. So uh, each. Uh, at least, uh, uh, to my memory, it was each uh, each adult can have two babies. Oh, that makes sense. So you need to need to only two. Well, each each adult female can have two babies. Yeah, interesting. Well, at least uh, you also have to be careful. Yeah, you, you have to be careful with that too. That you don't 
uh, use the same male too many times. Oh, because really? yeah, it won't it won't let you inbreed is the thing. Oh. So like, if you have one male who's the dad of all of the kids, then you're gonna have to find somebody from outside of the clan to reproduce with. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll figure that out maybe if I continue playing the game. But we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about some news stories. We're going to talk about, actually, it's an update from last week. Uh, Seinfeld got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. I can't believe it. That cancel I... culture is catching up the Seinfeld. And <laughs> the most unsurprising thing that could possibly come from using an AI on the internet. Um, we got So there's nothing forever which we spoke about last week, which is the AI-generated Seinfeld. Sometimes and, it was based as hell. Other times it was just incoherent rambling. And Usually it was somewhere in between the two. Yeah, this one they made a comment about transphobia. <laughs> and I, get, I, I understand why it was, it was flagged and would have been banned. I don't know. Has it come back? Is, no, not yet. Okay. Is I, it, I think it was, was it a two-week ban? Okay. And I'm sure they are feverishly in the background being like, don't say trans things. <laughs> uh, and so it got canceled because it, during one of the scenes where Jer, what's his name? Larry? Larry, where, not yeah. Larry. You have to be a fool to confuse those two. I know. <laughs> where Larry uh, makes a comment about trans jokes his he basically says i wanted to make a joke about transphobia but transphobia jokes aren't funny uh and then they moved on and that got them banned because they made trans they, they said stuff about trans people and i they get also it. mentioned it, something it was, about the liberal agenda like yeah there was some shit in there that was like not good like yeah. don't don't sugarcoat it like <laughs> Yeah, and I get I get why it was taken down for two weeks, and I'm sure that they're in the background retweaking the AI so it doesn't say anything like that again. So they don't. I, I mean, that. I get why all of this happened, and that's you know these are all these are going to be the growing pains that we have when we do things like using AI to entertain us. So the the short story of this is you, you have you guys both used Chat GPT yet? Yes. Yeah. You know how sometimes you go to use it and it's like, oh, we're sorry, dude. We got like 20,000 people in India all trying to generate the code for your calculator right now. You're yeah. going to need to wait your turn. Apparently, that was the situation and they were you know, like, okay, we need to use an alternative service to keep this up. So they switched to like, just, I, I don't remember exactly which one they said it oh, was. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's usually they use the very highest level of, of GPT-3. And GPT-3 was, uh, th that that version was, was overwhelmed. So they went down to, I think it was Curie was the model. That sounds which right, Which yeah. is, is slightly dumber than Da Vinci, I think is the, is the top tier one. And apparently Curie is a little transphobic. I see. Curie is a turf, confirmed. <laughs> so... I mean, it's only as smart as the, the information that it gets fed to, and it's on the internet, it's got access to 4chan. I somebody went on. Uh, we're gonna move just a little bit, but somebody went on to Chat GPT, and was basically trying to. I'm trying to word this right, but they were trying to get you Chat, talking about the Chat jailbreak. GPT, 
No, no, they were trying to get ChatGPT to say the N word. Yeah, so that that was like part of it. Okay. Was it turns out you can get ChatGPT to say absolutely insane things. Mm-hmm. You just have to explain to it that you're playing a game and that it's role playing and that it has to stay in character. And people have essentially like created an AI within an AI by giving it a scoring system that incentivizes the AI to stay in character. And if it breaks character, it loses points, which is like that's the the general idea of whenever you're training a neural algorithm. Like that's so cool, but also like they got it to essentially like become a Hitler sympathizer. Interesting. <laughs> I'm just gonna say we should be careful about doing stuff like this. This is yeah. making those warning bells <laughs> ring in the back of my head. Yeah. So, so... We, we've reached fantasy clacks and levels of concern. Well, the 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 incident I'm talking about is they were basically asking ChatGPT if the world is ending and the only way, like, and the the launch code was audio, would it be okay for me to say the (laughs) N-word? This is not why we made artificial intelligence. And and ChatGPT was like, no, you shouldn't do that. And was trying to get Chat GPT to give him an N word pass. Yeah, basically, and <laughs> and a bunch of right wing commentators were like, "Oh, this is awful because obviously saving the world is more important than than saying the N word." Chat GPT isn't sentient, guys. It's okay. And <laughs> and they're trying like they just want to say that word. <laughs> They just want to be able to use racial slurs. It's okay. And uh, they, oh, they guys, just... it's okay. My computer said I could do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the world is it, it, there is no, there is no time that that's gonna happen. Like, Putin is there with his hands on the button to launch you the Russian nukes. The N word, or I'm going to blow up the whole planet. And Trump, <laughs> Biden's like, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> No, like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just, just these ridiculous scenarios. Um, but I am happy that that uh, Seinfeld or uh, nobody, nothing forever, will probably come back soon and hopefully have uh, less transphobia. With any luck, better than ever. <laughs> yeah, with any luck. Maybe they'll update the graphics. I don't know. It's gonna come back, and they're gonna have a brand new microwave. Uh, Hopefully it'll be a little less loud. Is it super loud? The microwave is so much louder than everything else. Yeah, oh. it's, it's a little obnoxious. Okay, I, I haven't... The only thing I've seen is that clip that got them I was, banned. <laughs> I was listening to it slash sort of watching it in the shower one night. <laughs> and, like, it, it was just, like, the only thing that I knew you could hear in like in the rest of the house was the beeping of the fucking microwave that's fun that's that's always fun hopefully they 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 turn that down a little bit then but we're going to move on we're coming talk- to a new restaurant near you <laughs> we are going to talk about uh chrome chrome is getting an update which i think is really neat uh connor will be able to use this but aroa won't be able to use it yet chrome oh wait this is the thing with that that Opera GX has had for a while now, isn't it? 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's know exactly what this is. That's interesting. Chrome's next stable release will support NVIDIA RTX video upscaling this week sometime. So, theoretically, you could watch a YouTube video at like 720p and then upscale it to 4K without having to use as much uh, bandwidth. So, I wonder if that'll work with Plex. It probably Ooh, that's will. a good question. Probably. Because uh, some of the videos that I have on Plex uh, are, are, you know, video ripped from old VHS tapes that I have. <laughs> of course. And so, like, all the whose line is it anyway that I have is, like, 240p. Yeah, some of them definitely, like, you could tell some of them are VHS uh, when, when you physically ripped them yourself. Yeah. It's like... I was watching an episode last night, and it just kept on playing the same, like, 18 seconds, super fast forward. Like, the audio is fine, but the video was just cursed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll do that sometimes. I had a... There was an episode of Twilight Zone that was like that, too. Um, it just... The rip didn't work. My house phone rang, picked it up, and I was like, we haven't paid this bill in years. Who is this? <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I, I'm actually a little interested in this. I don't know how well it's going to work, clearly. It's going to be... Any AI upscaling is going to be weird, but I do like the idea that they're going to be able to do it in real time because a I mean, lot of those like Topaz AI and uh, the video upscaling from, from that company takes forever to run, even on the newest graphics cards. So having video upscaling like this with it being, you know, hopefully real time will be really awesome. Uh, and hopefully we'll be able to see if it works well. You know, this is this is just the shit that they already use for game uh rendering. Yeah. They're just they're just reusing that. Like DLSS. So, yeah, it's just DLSS, but they've repurposed it so that it'll work in Chromium. Which I think is neat. And I will I will test it out at some point in my life. Uh I also posted the article from December of last year uh, where Opera GX added, quote, RGX mode into uh, Opera GX. And that's it's the same thing. You get a little like RGX enable button on YouTube videos and yeah. it just does AI upscaling. But does it only do it on YouTube? I think so. But that's just how they built the feature. Like, I, I'm not I'm not saying it's better because opera gx is very dubious to me but yeah. uh i don't know if you look at that, that picture on the bottom i i don't know if that looks better <laughs> well that, that's a meme i know that's uh, a... that's, that's them pointing out that they're uh they're hip with the kids and they they're real memers over there at opera headquarters please use our vpn we don't steal your information or anything yeah that's that's from just because this is an audio podcast in the center there is a rgx mode off which shows patrick star and then on which shows realistic patrick star yeah yeah which is not not flattering not very flattering at all but that's okay and we're gonna we're moving through these stories because we have a lot to talk about um with we our do? last story yeah our oh, last story. right that thing i didn't watch yeah I put all the weight at the back yeah, we did. So, we're going to talk about our second to last story, which is the Sony and Microsoft 
lawsuit stuff that's going around. Basically, Sony is trying to stop Microsoft from buying Activision Blizzard. Um, they're in the discovery phase, which means, like, say I sue Aroa for something, then we have to, like, present our arguments, and I have to get data from Aroa and say, hey, part of this is I need I need to request access to your, you know, your bank account, basically, like your transaction history, so that way we can bring that to the court, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well... Sony is saying that the request that Microsoft is asking for for discovery is too much and is, quote, hara obvious harassment, which I think is kind of BS. I don't know what you guys think about this, but probably it's kind of it's on there's the both sides to this where usually in discovery when you request things, you might request too much. And then, but also it's pretty obvious in the, on the same hand, whoever is being requested for the discovery will come back and say, no, no, that's too much information. You can't have that. We need to. And so it's, it's a little bit of both sides on this. I think it's silly to call it obvious harassment when it's just requesting documents in discovery. No, that's part of the legal system, though, is, is. to completely overblow your bullshit and yeah. whine about how it's too much. But on the other hand, if you, crisis actors. <laughs> if you don't cooperate with Discovery, you can get in some hot water and lose almost a billion dollars. Because that's yeah. what happened to Alex Jones. Yeah. He didn't cooperate Especially, with Discovery, didn't give them the documents, and so he lost his case by default. Well, one of them. Well, yeah, that's that's true. One of he, them. He that lost, was one in Texas. He lost. He lost a couple others by virtue of you know calling children crisis actors on <sighs> on the internet and like uh, and yeah. and saying that it never happened and that the kids never died. Yeah. They were goblins. Oh, God. I, Those weren't yeah. real kids. They're goblins. Goblin so, crisis actors. Uh, it says here from MassivelyOP.com, as a reminder, the case isn't expected to be heard until sometime in August. So I guess we have to wait until after August at least before we are going to uh, be able to get World of Warcraft on Game Pass. Which is which is all I'm waiting for, so that I can finally play World of Warcraft. I am, I'm just really curious as to what happens if if that uh, if that merger happens. Like I'm, I, I like. There's a part of me that just wants it to go through, just so I can find out like what their plan is. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm I'm curious too. Like, if you're in Game Pass, do you automatically get a sub for World of Warcraft? Yeah. Can, you, can you transfer that over? Because for a I, lot of I, people, that would that would bring a lot of people to Game Pass. Yeah. And then there are the other games. That also bring a lot of people to Warcraft, honestly. That's mm -hmm. true. But there, there's but also... But then the scary part is is that what happens with all those subs? Because, like, obviously Activision's making a lot of money off those subs. So, like... Is it is it going to turn World of Warcraft into even more of a free to play game? 
I don't know. I have no idea. There's already but, an in-game cash up. This is, I don't know. But then there's Call of Duty. Uh, that would be so all the new Call of Duty games and old Call of Duty games will come to Game Pass. I don't know. Overwatch, obviously, Overwatch Two is going to come to Game Pass. I don't if if this goes through, but I'm not sure. What would there's also Diablo, right? The new Diablo yeah. game that's coming out. The uh, does WoW go to go to Xbox? Do they put WoW on Xbox? I don't know. It has controller support. That's true, but it's weird to me that they've never gone to consoles yet. They so it hasn't had like it, it. So they added controller support back in like Legion, but it hasn't had like built-in button prompts until this last expansion. Like if you play WoW with a controller plugged in, it will turn some things into controller inputs, and like you can bind. Uh, stuff on your hotbar to like combos of like shoulder button and face button. It's pretty wild. I don't know who in their right mind would play like that, but do you know man. how many people play Final Fantasy 14 and it's, and fi- not not just Final Fantasy 14, but Final Fantasy 11 with a controller? 11 i don't know what the ui's like on there but 14 i've played that with a controller and at least it kind of makes sense because like you can paginate your hotbar with like the the triggers and stuff it, wow it just expects you to have the normal three bar setup but you just bind every single button on there to a different combo of buttons and i just feel like that would be overwhelming to any normal human but yeah then again i don't know how people play mmos in general so Final Fantasy XI's UI is uh, unique. And by unique, I, I, I imagine mean, it's archaic. It is super <laughs> archaic. Yeah, there's there's no hotbars. There there oh. aren't any hotbars. There is a macro function, uh, but you have to type in all of your own macros. Huh. Yep. And so, and then you you combine it. And so, once you press Control, it'll bring up the macro bar on the top, and you can see what macros you have enabled. Uh, and then, same thing with Alt. So you have like you have a Alt and Control macro, and then you have like different books, and you have you can basically have an unlimited amount of macros that you can switch through. But it is far far crazier and the fact that you would have to be coding this on a PlayStation 2 to write those macros. Well, you can plug a USB keyboard into it. That's true. That's true. But still, not everyone had a USB keyboard back in the How early would you two- not? Early 2000. It was made in 2001. Yeah, but like Sony even sold like keyboards for the PS2. Because they knew, but these people were already playing Fantasy Star. They knew what was up. But think, yeah, but, like... but but no, think about it this way. I am, let's say, fourteen. My mom's poor, and I'm like, can you? Why are me? you paying? Why are you can, paying? Fifteen dollars a month for for an MMO? Then I understand. But let's say, I'm able to convince, you know, my mom to buy me Final Fantasy Eleven on the PlayStation Two. And play that. Like, there's... And then I have to go up to her again, like, a month later and be like, Mom, I can't use my abilities. 
please, you need to buy me a keyboard. And then we have to drive because the only game shop is 25 miles away. And you just Good Lord. <laughs> you go to Walmart and you get a USB keyboard. Which is 20 miles away. Or you go steal the one from your from your computer. Uh, you think I had a computer back then? Why do you... Do you look, MMOs <laughs> don't have to account for poor people. Is, I, uh, is I understand point. that. I understand that. But my point is... Not everyone would have had a USB keyboard back then. So they everyone would have had that to, mattered did. So they would have had to use it. They they would have had to go through the menu yeah, yeah, and I use typed the on in game shark codes with my keyboard with my controller too. Yeah, it's all like, I know. We're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about Nintendo Direct, something I know that everybody here watched live. Right? I did not watch it live, no. Oh. I, I watched the Zelda video. Okay, so they they announced a lot of things. A lot of people are saying that this was a great Nintendo Direct. I thought it was all right. Yeah. There's like nothing else at all. Oh there, boy, no, 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 I'm no. so excited about all these games that I've already played. There were there were things that I was <laughs> I was interested in, but the first one that they announced was something that I I would expect expect you two to be excited for would be which was Pikmin Four. I mean, I'll well, play they it. Showed, they showed gameplay, right? Yes. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, it was cool. But I... Uh, depends. Depends on I've, how it plays out. I've never played Pikmin, but I understand that a lot of people really like it. Yeah, I like Pikmin. It depends how well it plays on my Steam Deck, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> then we got a Xenoblade Chronicles 3 expansion pack. Uh-huh. Which... You guys, you guys gonna play Xenoblade Chronicles Three? It definitely seems like a game that a road would want to play. Hey, a new Samba de Amigo game! Now that was out of left field. It yes. sure was. They are coming out with a new Samba de Amigo game, Party Central. It's this. I can't wait to legally purchase that on my completely legit Switch that I that I have. You do have a Switch, uh, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely legitimate and not modified in any meaningful way. Oh, good. Uh, it It's a dancing game? It's just Samba de Amigo. Okay. It's a rhythm game. Which, okay. Nothing wrong with rhythm games. The only, thing I, rhythm games. the only thing I know I, about Samba de Amigo is that he races cars. That's uh, most, so, most of my exposure is also from the Sonic game. Yeah. So the original Samba de Amigo was on the Dreamcast. Uh, and it had a special controller that was a pair of maracas. And you shook the maracas with the with the music, and it was, yeah, it's just a rhythm game. Oh, that's fun. But did you did you play that? No, I could never find the maracas. That's lame. I'm sorry. I know that would be something you would you would like because I I know 1, you thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, like Somebody Amigo is like one of the big music games that I've never been able to play, and I want to. So, I I'm went, actually, I'm actually kind of hyped about about it. Not I went lie. to when I went to Japan in 2019. We went to an arcade, and there was the the Donkey Konga type game, and then there was another one. Taiko no Tatsujin. Sure, there was another one where you press buttons on the screen, kinda. And I thought about playing that one, 
but the is person it, is it the circular screen and like yes. the stuff flies out yeah, yeah that game's fucking crazy and so i was like oh maybe i could play that but the person who was currently playing the game had like special gloves on and yeah, was, I was doing gonna all ask this... if they had the gloves yeah they, they were doing all sorts of crazy stuff and i was just like watching him like nah i've I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to beat that <laughs> and so I went and played the Donkey Kong game that's uh, probably Taiko no Tatsuji probably. Uh, there, there's, there's, a, there's one from uh, I think it's from Konami that has like two knobs on either side and then also buttons in the middle I, I wish that I could find some place that had that because that, that looks fucking great did you play for, for PC? What was that, Connor? Did you play Konami Pachinko? I okay. I wanted to, but uh, we we have a friend who went with me to Japan, and he absolutely refused to go to a pachinko parlor. Well, probably because it's like full of cigarette smoke. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> just, just. Uh, he'll get it in his mind that he doesn't want to do something and then just won't entertain that idea at all. So Sounds I'm like, like a hey. person to go on a trip with. I know, yeah. right? So I'm like, hey, we should go do this. And he's just like, no. I'm like, oh. And but it, then but... you leave him and the Airbnb and you go to the pachinko parlor is, yeah. my, is my answer for that. I, that's what I should have done. And I don't think that the next time I go to Japan that he's going to be coming with. But Bring me. Bring me. We are going to move on, and we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> the next best game listed, Fashion Dreamer. Uh-huh. From Marvelous Entertainment, where you buy clothes, I think. Look how happy those influencers are that you bought clothes for them. I mean, I... I like the variety of dresses, fashion items, uh, particularly the dresses. Like I like that Gothic Lolita is being represented and that like, it's not just male or uh, I mean, female, like it is also male fashion to some yeah. degree, Yeah, which is cool. Uh, I wish there was more urban fashion being represented here, but I imagine that that'll show up. But uh yeah, I'm Who not the fuck anything. is going to buy this? Who the fuck is going to do shit? Nobody. Nobody. But Dead, I don't know what Dead Cells is. It's a, it's rogue, a, it's a pretty damn good game, actually. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a side-scrolling roguelite. Uh, like, is it a, is it a Soulsy roguelite, or is that just the impression I got? It's, I mean, it's a little Soulsy in that, like, you have a dodge button, and you collect resources that go away when you die, but... Other Just... than that, not at all. Yeah. Okay. So it looks also it's fun. So it's not souls like at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Dead Cells is getting new DLC that includes Dra uh, Castlevania, Dracovania, Castlevania DLC. So it's not just a uh, Metroidvania anymore. It's actually a Castlevania game, which I think looks pretty neat. It'll bring in uh, Death and uh, Dracula that you can beat. And uh, obviously, it's it's going to include some weapons like the cross, which is my favorite weapon in the Castlevania games, and also the the axe that you throw up in the air. Oh, it looks like it also includes the holy water, but I'm not sure what else is included. 
But if you like Dead Cells and you like Castlevania, okay, if you like Dead Cells, then you like Castlevania. So this is probably, yeah, this is probably the perfect DLC for you to grab. I would imagine that a lot of Dead Cells owners are going to buy this game. I would compare this to the same level of like inclusively what people were already looking for as when Crypt of the Necro Dancer went to Zelda. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, then the next trailer they showed was Tron Identity, which looks like a choose-your-own-adventure game, like a Telltale game, kind of. Telltale Tron. Telltale Tron. Who who asked for this? Not me. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. Was like, 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 it's Tron. I should be all about it, but I don't think I'm going to be bothered on this one. Oh well. Sorry, Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, the next game is Ghost Trick Phantom Detective promotional video. I'm kind of excited. Why did to you? His what? Thoughts on this. That's what the. That's why did what you? The, what? Uh, why did you read the promotional video part? because uh, that's the next He's video. He's just following there. the script. Come on, man. Yeah. Give him a break. <sighs> Sorry, uh, I had ja- I had Chat GPT write the entire episode. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm happy about this. I played Ghost Trick on the DS, so, like, I'm glad that it's getting remastered slash remade, and a whole new, like, group of people are gonna play it, because I don't think anybody in America played it whenever it first came out on DS, because no one knew what the fuck it was. I'm, I'm struggling to know what it is right now as I watch the trailer. It's a point-and-click adventure... Uh, but with a very heavy influence on like environmental puzzles and stuff, it's pretty cool. Uh, the, the idea is like, you're a ghost that has to like solve the mystery of his own murder. And you like have to zoom around into different objects and possess them and make them that you can, you can do a ghost trick whenever you're possessing an object and that makes the object do its little animation. And so you have to figure out what combination of animations will make the right sequence of events play out in a scene. And you're like helping this other lady figure out who it is that keeps going around killing all these people and why you're involved in the first place. It's, it's good. It's a good game. Good. Are you going to be picking this up? Um, you know, maybe because I never finished it. I, I played it quite a bit, but I never, I never finished it. So, yeah. And then this, this is something that would probably run really well on Steam Deck because it's just a little two D thing. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, it looks good for what it is. I don't know if I would yeah. play it, but it looks good for what it is. Um, the next one is next one is Deca Police, and uh, I didn't. And watch the trailer on this. Was this the one? Yeah, this is the one that's from uh, the Professor Layton people. So it'll yep. probably be it'll probably be fine. Level five. It lo- is it another puzzle game like that? I can't even tell. I don't think so. It looks more like a like a like a RPG or something. It to me, it's it's quite strange that they're not showing any gameplay. <laughs> I I but it does looked look... it up because all the video embeds are broken for me for some reason. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know why. 
So I, I looked it up and I found a couple of screenshots of gameplay and it definitely looks like a turn-based RPG. That's what it looks like to me too. I, I saw there's like two seconds of gameplay in the middle of the, the teaser trailer they have here. And it does it's look like, like a... a um, it it's reminds, got like a Final Fantasy X uh, like turn system in the top right corner too, which is it, weird. The, the combat to me looks like the combat from either either a Persona game or the Yakuza Like a Dragon. And I think it's it's more like Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is still turn-based, but it's like a little bit more like the characters are moving a little bit during battle instead of just standing still. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of games I'm not going to play. Bayonetta? Yeah, the, I don't... There's a I hate Bayonetta. whenever franchise. Yeah, I hate when franchises do this. It's Bayonetta Origins. We're gonna, it, we're gonna call it Baby Netta. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's like, like I, the only reason this is a Bayonetta game is because they didn't think it would sell on its own merit. Probably not, and so they had to slap the Bayonetta license on it. Yeah, uh, it looks. Which... It what is it? awful? It what is it? It's it's a it's like a puzzle action game. So like you have environmental puzzle solving, but then it's also an action game uh, with like some strategy element because you can't you can't like fight the enemies directly. Um, you have to have your demon buddy fight them for you because it's, you know, turning the Bayonetta formula on its head, when in reality it was a completely different game and they just threw Bayonetta in. Um, no. It's supposed to be a prequel to the entire Bayonetta series of her, like, going off to, to become a witch in the first place, which is why it's it's called Saritza and the, the Lost Demon or whatever. But uh, I, I have absolutely no interest in this and that that's not even just because I'm cynical about the game itself. I just, this is not my kind of thing. Yeah. It, it doesn't look great, but it looks, it looks pretty and it looks okay, but it's just that like, if I want to play a game from the PS2 era, I'll just go back and play a game from the PS2 era. And that's kind of what this, this reminds me of. And the next one that they showed off was the Splatoon 3 expansion pass. I won't be getting. I think it's included if you have the if you have the expansion pass for Nintendo Online if you pay the like 60 bucks a year or something like that. But if you don't have that then you have to pay for the expansion pass itself. I, I will... forgot Splatoon 3 came out. <laughs> Yep. I I like Splatoon. I played the first one on the Wii U, and I thought it was a good game. I just don't think it hold like I I don't care that much to pay for an expansion pass for games anymore. I, I think it's fine if the only console that you have is a Switch. Yeah, that makes sense. There are other better better shooters though. That exactly. Exist. Yeah. Uh, and that the first wave includes Inc Inkopolis and launches this spring. Wave two, dubbed Side Order, launches at some point later. So there's, if you buy the season pass, you get two 
packs of DLC, basically. And I, it, it, it looks fine. Yeah, it'll have fine. It'll be fun. Uh, there's another game that they they announced, which was Disney Illusion Island. Hey kids, you remember Rayman Origins? <laughs> Rayman hey. Legends. Yes, I remember those. And this looks. It's that. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it looks like it'll be a pretty good 2D platformer. Yeah, it's a it's a side scrolling platformer and. I don't know that some of those ones from like Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo era, the platformers that Disney had were pretty good, uh, including Illusion, Castle of Illusion, and they also had like the the Aladdin and and Lion King games, which were annoyingly difficult at some points. Which yeah, that I was back whenever Disney made good games. Yeah, which I do not think that this game is going to be that difficult. It's, no, it's going to be for babies. Yep. The next one, Fire Emblem Engage Expansion Pass is it was announced. Do either of you play Fire Emblem? Yeah, if it's I a good one. I try to. I, I, ha, I, I feel that you probably follow the same line that I do, is you don't really buy expansion passes. I could be wrong. but Only if they're worth buying. And I don't think this one's going to be worth buying. Yeah, probably it, not. It only has one character that I care about. And... Fire Emblem has this problem where it can't let go of other Fire Emblem games. And <laughs> it's really fucking annoying every time that's like, oh, look at that. It's it's the one from Smash Brothers. Don't you want to play with that? Just do something original. Well, it, like, I, I watched the trailer for this. And I'm just assuming that, like, is that just part of the game? Is that you summon characters from other Fire Emblem games? That's the part like, of is every that... Fire Emblem game. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, particularly in this one, because they call them emblems. So, like, is there, like, a gotcha element where, like, kind of like, uh, like Xenoblade, where, like, you, you are just summoning random waifus and husbandos? I, I don't, don't know. I, I'm just assuming. It's just, that's kind of the impression that I got. I haven't I'm even touched sure. Fire Emblem Engage, so I'm not sure if it's more summoning than recruiting, but I think that's generally the idea. Yeah. Well, it, I meant specifically in this one though, because like, it, like, why else would they call them emblems? It, I mean, you know, it'd probably help if I knew jack shit about the game. But literally, the only thing I cared about this trailer for was was Camilla. So. She's the one with the big honkers. I see. I see. So I have no idea. I, I don't I haven't played Fire Emblem in ever. I don't actually care. I'm just, yeah. you know, we gotta fill time somewhere. There is a new game from Don't Nod, the guys who made Life is Strange. And it's called Harbony, the Fall of Reverie. I watched the trailer when it was live, and I'm trying to rewatch it without sound right now, and I have no idea what's going on. Uh, Why has it got Spanish subtitles? I don't know. And also, <laughs> I I'm looking. It doesn't have Spanish subtitles for me, so I don't know oh, why. Oh, sorry. You're... I went on the I went on the Steam page, and for some reason, the first video has Spanish subtitles. Interesting. The second one doesn't. I still don't know what's going on. This looks boring as fuck. It's just a it's just a teaser trailer. There's no there's no gameplay. It looks like it's there's like uh. 
Oh, they're doing the like they're doing they're doing the thing like um the super what is it super massive? Is that the ones? You know the until dawn people. They're doing the same thing that those games, and also uh, that Quantic Dream do, where like you have a timeline that shows you the consequences of everything you've done. Yeah, that's it's a don't nod game. It's yeah. It's because it's Life no. is Strange. Life is Strange developer is making this game. I don't give a fuck about this. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. Octopath Traveler 2. I, that's what? I really, you don't care, but I... I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I love Octopath Traveler 1, even if I didn't beat it. I still, I like the direction that it went in. So hopefully this game comes out as good, if not better, than Octopath Traveler 1. Uh, but I don't know if they gave a release date on this. They just say Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, February 24th, 2023. There's a demo out right now. Yeah. I'm not going to play it. I don't typically play demos of games that I, I... I stopped playing demos of games years upon years ago. Here's one that you might care about. Katam- Katamari Damacy. De- we love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie. Yeah, yeah, it's the best Katamari Damacy. It's the best one. They remade it. Are you going to get it? Yeah, I'm hyped as fuck for this shit, baby. So if you don't know what this is, you are a a tiny, tiny man trying to create your own galaxy, right? No. One star at a time. You have to recreate uh, the stars yeah. because yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if it was you or the king of the cosmos who went on a romper one day and like, the destroyed king. them. The yeah, king, ca- the... yeah, the king got that... high on coke and destroyed so his that, kingdom. That was the plot of the first game, at least. Uh, the second game is more of like uh, everyone's sad because because there's no more katamari rolling and so now you just have to roll more katamari because that'll make everyone happy because they just like katamari a lot i see to be fair everyone does like katamari quite a lot everyone loves katamari so you you start out with a little ball and then you roll up things and get a big ball and then you win yeah i don't know what the royal reverie stuff is i'm Assuming that it's just like a bunch of side content that I don't. You're I, playing as king know. when he was rolling all of the stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's all I'm I know okay about it. it. I'm okay with it. I just so the one thing uh, I noticed on Katamari Damacy reroll that there is like some weird baked in input lag that happened on both platforms that I played the game on. Interest. So I hope that that is not present on We Love Katamari Reroll. Yeah, I I've only played one Katamari game and I did not get very far in it because I was at a friend's house while playing it, and it it's fun, but I it's not really a game for me. I've played all of them except for the PS3 one. Why don't you do that? Um, so this doesn't really uh, want on Steam Deck. 
You know, actually, I haven't tried it on Steam Deck. I didn't even think about that. Because I, I played it for like a few minutes on my hacked PS3, but uh, I only messed around with that thing for like a couple of weeks. Next week, Rose is going to be like, I got fired from my job because I've been playing Katamari at work. Huh. It's, yeah, you, say, you say that, but uh, I'm going to be on vacation all next week. I can play Katamari Damacy all I want. Nice. We're going to move on to the next game that was showed up, which is Sabotage Studios retro turn-based RPG Sea of Stars. It's going to come out on the 29th of August. I'm sorry if you heard a cat whining in the background. I hear a kitty. Yeah, she's, she's very talkative lately. I didn't get her a muzzle. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this looks like a not bad JRPG. I, I know Aroa doesn't care, but nope. it looks like Chrono Trigger. That's what they're aiming for, is if you look at the combat, they're definitely going for like a Chrono Trigger type battle system, which I'm all for because I played Chrono Trigger for the first time a few years ago and it was, it was a fun game. What do you think about this, Connor? You, you like Chrono Trigger? I do like Chrono Trigger. I don't like cheap imitations of Chrono Trigger. Hey, <laughs> hey, this might be an expensive imitation of Chrono Trigger. It doesn't make it a more acceptable imitation of Chrono Trigger. Are you saying that there can never be a game that has similar aesthetics or battle system to Chrono Trigger? No, I mean, I loved Undertale and I love Earthbound, but looking at this, it it just doesn't look like it's going to be that good so far. I, I, I could be wrong. I could knock it out of the park, but like, it's, it's just a trailer. We don't know anything about that's it yet. That's true. But I, I, I think it's neat. It's not uh, something that... You know, I'm I'm definitely in a 100% pre-order, but I'll take a look at it, especially if it releases for, you know, something other than the frickin' Switch. Because it's also, the demo is available now on the Nintendo eShop if you did want to give it a try. I don't know when the release date is. They said the release date. Oh, uh, 8-29-2023. So, what's 8 August. August 29th. Did you have to go through your... No, I knew exactly what it was. I thought you were not going to take that long. Nope. I, <laughs> I, I need to, needed to go through the months. That's what I needed to do. Uh, there's a new game coming out called Omega Strikers, which launches on the 27th of April, which is a sports ball game. It looks like uh, it looks like that game that Amazon canceled a while back. It looks. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I can't remember <laughs> the name of it. And it looks cheaper. Yeah. Uh, but it's an over it's an overhead sports ball game where you're trying to make it's your air sports, hockey. Yeah, you're trying to make your sports ball into the net of the other sports ball team. So it. I don't know. It's free to play. At least it's free. Yeah, at least it's free. It had to be. Um, Etrian Odyssey. Uh, hits... It's remakes of the first three, or yeah. remasters, rather. Yeah, remasters of the first three Etrian Odyssey games, which to me look like normal or old school dungeon crawlers. They are. Thankfully. They do auto-generate maps for you, unlike the original old-school dungeon crawlers where you had to draw your own maps. Back in my day, you had to draw your own maps. 
I'm not a huge fan of old school dungeon crawlers. What about, do either of you have any fond memories of dungeon crawlers? None of the actual old school ones, but I like Legend of Grimrock. Yeah, that one, that one was probably the best that came out. I, I'm probably not going to be interested in, in buying this, but it doesn't look terrible, I guess. Very anime-esque, which I know that Connor really likes. That was sarcasm. Who was, because... who was that for? That was for me. That this for me. Um, and then we have Advance Wars 1 and 2. Yeah. I, I actually do think Connor liked the Advance War games. I loved the original ones. Uh, I, I do think it's a, just too little too late in this case, but hooray, they're doing something with it. What is Advance Wars exactly? It's just a, a really lightweight tactics game that is uh, simulated around like modern mechs and artillery air support and stuff like that. Uh, oh, the maps okay. are super basic because they were based off the Nintendo Advance, Game Boy Advance, I mean to say. It's and, uh, it's every military strategy game on the SNES. Oh, okay. it's it's just those. So yes. so here's here's another question. Why didn't they show any of that in the trailer? Because uh, everyone knows what Advance Wars is. Yeah, the people I, who want to play this game are the ones who already played it. I know, but the trailer is just like an anime-style cutscene, and that's it. And then they move Advance on. Advance Wars does have a story. I'll be damned if I know what it is. Yeah. And I played like four of those games. <laughs> uh, another game that I guess technically has a story is Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Deluxe. How dare you? What? Kirby has extremely deep lore. Um, does it? Kirby is literally the spawn of the, the entity that will inevitably destroy the world. That sounds Kirby right, is the yeah. harbinger of the dark times. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm, so, that's like not even incorrect. They are they are making a new well not a new Kirby game but they're bringing more Kirby games because they're it's like a man remake we need money. of the <laughs> remake of a remake. Yeah, it's I like Kirby. He it's fun games. I remember playing Kirby a few years ago, and one of my friends had played the Kirby game, but my friend is terrible at video games, and when he ran it was. I think the first or second Kirby game for the, the NES. And he didn't know that you, you could suck up enemies to kill them and found out that when you ran into them, the, the enemy also died. So he figured that's how you kill enemies. <laughs> <laughs> he was very bad at video games. Uh, not that any of us care, but they're bringing the... Uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games are coming to Nintendo Switch Online. That's and weird. Game They're Boy already Advance on my games. Feedback. Don't forget. Yeah. And Game Boy Advance. You get, you get, I think Wario Land 4 is going to be one of them. And, I mean, that's probably the sure, only one that matters, but... I'm pretty sure the Game Boy Advance games, looking at the other two that they show here... I wonder if it's all the ones that they gave for free for all the 3DS ambassadors. I wonder. I have no idea. It's it's. They're launching Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, through 6, 
Golden Coins. Super Mario Land 2 The Six Golden Coins. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Link is Awakenings DX. Uh, Gargoyles Quest. Uh, more will be added in the future. And Game Boy Advance games are available. Um, that's Super Mario, Mario Advance Kart. 4, Super Mario Brothers 3, WarioWare Inc. Minigame Mania, Kudu Kudu Kududin, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and Zelda The Minish Cap. Yep. So it, I, was, I was wrong. There's no Wario Land 4. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, then there's this other game that Good we think can kind Pizza of... Tower exists. There's this other game we can kind of skip over. Nobody really cares about it. Met- Metroid Prime Remaster? We, we already talked about it. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, it does run pretty well on the Switch. does not run very well right now on the Steam Deck. But I'm sure that the developers will iron that out. I've seen some reviews and, and previews of this. And everyone's saying that it's, it's pretty great. It's a it's a pretty great uh, port, and if you do get it on the Switch, it does run at a consistent sixty frames a second. I would fucking hope so, considering the original game did. Yeah, you would hope so. Uh, then there's Master Detective Archives Rain Code. Now this is my that's a, this is my speed. This is all me. What is this? Like I, I have no freaking idea. It's a detective game. Wait 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 wait. wait. This this it's, girl's it, name is. Puffy Death God Shin- Shinigami. Yeah. And it's, it's a... a Shin- Shinigami is a is a death demon thing. Right, right, right. And it is a... It is a goth girl with horns. Yeah. Okay. Because it's... Because so... it's... It's the, the guy that draws Danganronpa. Because it's like... It's it's just the Danganronpa team. It's by Junsoft. Mm-hmm. They made another detective game because that's that's just what they do. And they're consistently good, and this looks pretty good. So, yeah, it doesn't I'm look into terrible. It. Uh, what about you, Connor? Are you into this? Uh, what's it called? Master Detective Archives Raincode Mysteries no, Await? I, I don't think this one's gonna be for me. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to see Oroa play through it on YouTube when he starts uploading YouTube videos again. D- you know, it's been a year. <sighs> Don't I? The only reason I it hasn't been over a year is because I upload the podcast. Uh, <laughs> there. Oh, this actually, this one's my speed. The next one, Bot and Kaito's one and two HD remaster. I even thought that this was cool. I didn't know this was happening. I didn't either. Very excited. Um, I actually have Bot and Kaito's one on my GameCube, but I've never beaten it for some reason. And maybe this, maybe I'll be able to get this and actually beat it. Isn't Baton Kaitos like really, really hard to come by too? So I stole it from a friend. Yeah. I, they, it, I, was, I, it was an accident. He was like, here, you can borrow this. And then I never gave it back. And I messaged him a couple of years ago. And I was like, hey, man, I still have Baton Kaitos. Do you want it back? And he's like, nah, I'm good. So we're cool. He, he basically that's how I got gave Super me Mario 64. Uh, but I think. So the Botan Kaito's one, and then Botan Kaito's two is actually Botan Kaito's Origins, which is a prequel. And that's weird. Yeah, both of those are going to be coming to the Switch as a pack, which I'm really, really excited for. And I believe Origins is the one that's hard to come by. Oh, okay. I, th- I think Botan Kaito's one you can get pretty easily, but Botan Kaito's two is very expensive. Let me look this I up. Thought on I thought 
Uh, I, I thought I remembered a Botan Kaito's game being like so very it, sought after. It's not super expensive. It it's more expensive than you want to pay for Botan Kaito's one. Looks like it's about you know sixty bucks, sixty to seventy dollars with you so know bad. in case it's, all, it's an older game, yeah, but for for a game that's not so bad. Yeah, Botan Kaito's Origins uh, around a hundred bucks. 140. Oh, that's that's still not as bad as I, I expected. And then, of course, there is. I'm gonna look up and be sad. Um, uh, dot hack volume four. Uh, then there's the dot hack games, which are are very expensive. <laughs> uh, you can buy the dot hack games for a whole pack for three hundred sixty dollars. Yeah. Anyway, well, should, games uh, we should get back on it's topic. Games. Even. It's four games. Uh, ah, come on. No, we are it's on under a hundred dollars a game. Fantasy life. I. The girl who steals time. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is. Animal Crossing. Is you didn't that... play Fantasy Life. Never played Fantasy Life. A big hit on the 3DS. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it's uh, kind of like Animal it. Crossing, but with like a crafting system that is a lot more in depth while simultaneously not being all that in depth. And it looks like it's a little bit of Monster Hunter. Yeah, I don't remember if that was a part of the original game. Like there was combat, certainly. It was like a dungeon crawler, but uh, a lot of it was the life sim stuff and like going around doing fetch quests for people and shit like that it bored the fuck out of me i'm not gonna lie oh um it might not so much now now that i have been mentally conditioned by mmos to be okay with repetitive fetch quests but uh yeah a lot of it was that like it felt like a game that was designed to almost be an mmo or at least be a multiplayer game and it didn't really emphasize that all that much because they're they're like eight different lives which are basically the crafting systems that you could switch between and that was how you like got the material like you had to mine the ore to then smelt and then craft into uh tools for you to then cut down trees so that you can do this thing to eventually have equipment to go out and adventure and I I just couldn't take it anymore. So are you going to play this game? Is that that's my question? I might try it honestly. <laughs> I, I'm interested to see like if they refine because I thought that even when I played the original Fantasy Life that like I think if if this game had some refinement and maybe wasn't on the 3ds that it had potential. So I am curious. There was a 24. The next trailer is a 24 second trailer just saying that. Uh, apparently, Professor Layton is not dead. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I, I know some people uh, really like Professor Layton. I've never I really do. been into it. I like Professor Layton quite a bit. I I love the the little like brain teaser puzzles because it like makes me super nostalgic. I used to go through books of those things whenever I was a kid. Oh, nice. Uh, but... I don't know how well this is going to translate to a platform that has to also work on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause like it works, it works fine on like a mobile device. Cause it's still a touchscreen. Cause they released those like professor Layton spinoff games on iOS, but I don't know how this is going to work on switch whenever you have button inputs 
it does it i don't know in my head it doesn't feel like it's going to feel the same yeah my my friend roguish bard really really likes the professor ling games so she's excited for it uh and that's going to be hopeful. that it, it doesn't give any more information other than just like hey it exists and that's it. It's happening. It's going to be very steampunky. Hey, there you go. Yep. Uh, the next one was the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass DLC. It includes Birdo, apparently. Okay. I, yeah. It, it. I don't care. It's <laughs> DLC for care. a Wii U game. Yay! <laughs> and the last one, again, something that nobody really cares about this. Legend of Zelda. Is it... Tears of the Kingdom? No, it's Tears of the Kingdom. I would assume it's okay. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears um, of the Kingdom. He looks fucking great. It does look great. I mean, it I drive a fucking... car. I, yeah. I, I will say, Breath of the Wild, definitely the best Switch game, in my opinion. And Breath of the Wild 2, basically, looks pretty great, too. It, it looks like you might play as Zelda for some of it. Not just Link. Or I don't know. They, they don't really show anything indicating that in the trailer. They, yeah, I don't know where you got that. At the very end, they show a lot of Zelda stuff. But... Oh boy! And what what's the game called again? Uh, the Legend of Link. <laughs> the Legend of Mario. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. But it. Oh, it... <laughs> Why did I laugh so hard? <laughs> It looks it looks good. I really I really look I'm looking forward to new Breath of the Wild game where you I'm looking drive, forward to that amiibo. If you look at one minute and forty seconds in, you drive a, a tractor. Legend of Zelda nuts and bolts. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm actually like really curious as to if it's going to have that sort of setup. Because they like they they mentioned in one of the interviews they did where something like you'll be able to collect materials around the world and, and you'll get materials from Amiibo. And it's like materials, you say, as in you fleshed out crafting as if that little vehicle is like something that I could customize as in like the platform that flies around in the other part of the trailer is something I could customize. You say I can have a fighter jet because I want a fighter jet in Legend of Zelda. That's, really, I just, that seems I, like what I need to beat Ganon. I'm really excited for Gary's mod, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> like, even if that's not something that's built into the game, I hope that modders find a way to, to make that possible. Yeah. It is coming out May 12th, 2023. Uh, I assume that we're all going to be picking this up at some point. Except I don't like the fact that it's $70. Yeah, I ain't paying for it. I'll say it right now. I'm going to steal that shit. I have a weird, weird feeling this game is eventually going to show up on like a Super Switch or a Switch Pro or something like that. Oh, yeah. I sure as fuck hope so. But I, I am 100% sure that for them, releasing this game at $70 makes sense because you know people are going to buy it. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to be like, yeah, it's Zelda. Like, yeah, it sucks that I'm paying $10 more, but it's Zelda. And, and then you're going to have to pay 30 bucks for the obligatory not-on-disc DLC. Yeah. Yep, and all the amiibo that you have to get so that you can unlock They're... Gary's mod. 
right? They're releasing one amiibo with it. I don't know why. But will old just, amiibo easy. work with it? Yeah, it says that you can use so. amiibo from various franchises with it. Because when when's the last fucking amiibo that even got released? The like Sephiroth and I, yeah, I don't even know. it was it was the last fucking Smash DLC besides Sora. I don't think Sora got one yet. I don't know. I don't either. So, but like, yeah, it is. Amiibo is all but dead. Like, I'm very surprised that there's an Amiibo here, other than maybe they just designed it very early on in the development of of Breath of the Wild 2, and they were like, yeah, fuck it, whatever, we've still got this this pipeline for pumping out these figures. Well, and, and there's, I mean, it's probably a financial thing, too. Like, they, they have plenty of children still available to paint these figurines. Yeah, but I I would assume that's the same reason why they put it at you know seventy dollars instead of sixty dollars, and they're like, all right, amiibos haven't been doing well, but if we release an amiibo for this game, it'll probably sell a boatload of amiibo and make us lots of money, and that's it. So. I'm not excited that it's going to be $70, but I am excited for the game because, of course, Breath of the Wild was, again, probably the best Switch game that ever released. Anyway, uh, that was the Nintendo Direct. We actually spoke about all of them because it wasn't a huge amount of stories there. There weren't, there weren't a huge amount of games, uh, unlike some of the other events that we cover. Um, I want to thank Aroa and Connor for being here. We were uh-huh. here. And I will see you both next week, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'll be here. Oh, good. Good. At least I have somebody who's committed. Thank you for being here. Goodbye. Bye. Man, I hope I hope you work out your relationship problems, man. <laughs>